0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So good to be in the house of God, and uh, so thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings, and I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad to be in church today. Praise God. Lord bless you again. You can be seated for a few moments, and uh, along with Brother Cooper. We welcome everyone to the house of the Lord this morning, to our guests that are here. We're so glad that each and every one of you are here in the house of God this morning. And we realize that there's a lot of different places that you could be today. And uh, there is churches of your choice that you could go to today. But we're glad that you're in First Pentecostal Church in Sealsby, Texas. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap today? Amen. Amen. It's good to see our friend here with uh, Sister Hicks. She was here Sunday night. The Lord touched her. Glad to see her back in the house of God uh, today. Let me make some announcements before we get into the Word of the Lord. And um, one is that they're serving tonight after church, and this is to help raise money for the young people to go to youth camp. So tonight, after service, go over to the gym and help. Uh, them with raising money and uh, then if you don't want to eat or if you want to go somewhere else and eat just give a donation and then go on and don't eat or go home or go wherever you would like to eat but uh, please give a donation to that and uh, appreciate our young people and I want every young person every young person to go to youth camp youth camp's a good place to be in summer and I uh, appreciate uh, the youth camps that I've been to um, in my younger life. And uh, as I get older, they're not quite as much fun as they used to be. And, uh, but anyway, I'm glad uh, for people that had a burden for youth camp and provided us a place to go. And so we'll be doing that. It's the last week of July. And uh, the first two days of August uh, is uh, junior camp. And uh, so remember that. We're going to have a great time. Brother Ben Weeks will be preaching the day services. And um, we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time in uh, the Lord. And we're looking forward to God just pouring out his uh, blessings on all of us. So remember that tonight after church. And then... Saturday the young people are going to a youth rally over in Burr Ferry and uh, there'll be more information on what time you'll need to be uh, here for that and I'm not, I can't remember the time but there's a uh, uh, bulletin on the bulletin board for that and uh, then I will be out of town uh, this week be leaving tomorrow and uh, be out of town all week I like youth camp so much I'm going to go and uh, preach at a youth camp, and uh, I um, I did not I did not look at the schedule before I accepted the invitation. I got the schedule in, and I'm preaching Wednesday night. I'm preaching Thursday. I'm preaching Friday. I'm preaching Friday night, and I'm preaching Saturday. So. <laughs> uh, Come Sunday morning for Father's Day, I'll be all preached out, so we should have a very short service. And uh, so be praying for us that the Lord will give us a great time in the Holy Ghost. Remember Father's Day, Father's Day Sunday, next Sunday. Do something nice for your father, do something nice for your grandfather, do something nice uh, for your pastor um gift cards from academy bass pro Cabela's, things like that's always good ideas and uh, so do something nice for fathers thank god for good daddies I'm thankful that i had a good daddy in my life and so remember that next Sunday. Tonight, uh, we have a a special guest that will be here with us tonight. Brother Lucian from Haiti will be here with us tonight. I don't think, uh, well, I know that he has never been here before. Um, My dad met him years and years ago and supported him for many years. Uh, The church in Stuttgart supports him, we support him here. And uh, this will be his first time to be with us. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, he will be here tonight in service. So looking forward to uh, what he would have to bring to us from God and also about the work in Haiti. Brother Smith has been down there uh, many times for years. Um, Of course, my brother would not go. Uh, My daddy never went. And uh, they tried to get me to go, but I'm not going to Haiti unless I hear an audible voice from the Lord. And uh, so Brother Smith was able to go for us, and for the last three years, I think it is, we have been supporting him to go down once a year and have um, minister training sessions there. So many years Brother Lucian was doing the work without uh, any supervision or anybody knowing what was going on. And uh, just what he would bring back to us. And when Brother Smith went and come back uh, for the first time from his trip, he said the work of God was amazing. What he has done and uh, the people that he has and, and uh, what he is teaching and preaching and uh, what God is doing there in Haiti. So we were very excited about that and look forward to him being with us tonight. After service today, we... Uh, uh, need to meet. Sister Angela needs to meet with all the ones that are going on the youth trip and uh, the men's prayer room immediately after service. So immediately after service, all of those who are going on the youth trip this summer meet in the men's prayer prayer room after service. And I think between last Sunday morning and uh, this Sunday morning, Sister Powell has turned a whole year older. I still got it wrong. Okay, Wednesday, Wednesday, she is going to be a year older, so we're glad that she's in the house of the Lord, glad to have her family here. Amen. So, happy birthday to Sister Powell. And we're looking forward to hitting that hundred mark. We're going to have a big celebration looking forward to being at a hundredth birthday party so just keep keep on keeping on sister Powell, and uh, so glad she's able to be in church with us today and uh, good to see everyone so if you have your bibles let's turn to matthew chapter number 11 matthew chapter number 11 i'll read one passage of scripture there matthew chapter number 11 verse number 12 matthew 11 and verse number 12 Young Marrieds, June the 15th, don't forget, Thursday night at 6.30, our meeting at Brother Courtney and Sister Kelly Bird's house, and uh, they'll have food and things over there, so that is June the 15th at 6.30. So remember that for all the Young Marrieds and the ones that want to be Young Married that's not quite there yet. And um, But I'm just hanging in there as long as possible. And uh, so remember that, June the 15th. Matthew chapter number 11, verse number 12. The Bible says, And from the days of John the Baptist, until now, amen. Everybody say, until now. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. Everybody say with me, and the violent violent. take it by force. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and ask God to help us this morning. God, we're depending on You. We need Your help. We need Your touch. We need Your anointing. Anoint me to preach Your Word. Anoint Your people to hear Your Word to receive your Word, to respond unto your Word, to be a doer of the Word. And we'll give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. Help me pray just a moment. In Jesus' name, work, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. The Bible says, from the days of John the Baptist until now. The days of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. We are living in a violent, violent world. And uh, there are tragedies. there There are terrible situations that are going on. Even as we speak. We have heard uh the news just last night, the morning news this morning of the tragic death of some um men in the military and um, tragic death even this past week tragic situation a young man that even come to church here off and on when he was younger his wife was murdered and um, and so we are living in uh a violent world. Uh there is there is no safety I don't guess anywhere. And uh I was concerned uh, uh, a few weeks ago when I went to the Philippines about the danger there. I'm going to uh Honduras here in a couple of weeks and worry about the danger there, but I think about the danger that we face every day. And uh at the malls, there's really no safe place. And I I was reading yesterday on the news and and uh, there was a sheriff in in uh, uh, Florida. Some of you have probably heard about it that they're all upset about because he put an ad on television and said that uh, we're living in dangerous times and people need to arm themselves and don't be caught unaware. And uh, don't, you know, don't just be a victim. When you dial 911, have another plan to try to protect yourself. And uh, so naturally, the ones who do not like guns and do not like people to be armed, uh, they come out against that. That's a bad idea. That's that's terrible information that a sheriff should be spreading to people. But But, you know, we are living in violent times. And uh, their idea is to take away all the guns, but when you take away all the guns, the only ones that's going to have guns is criminals and so so there is there is tragic circumstances that surround us all the time and uh, when we look at just just life in general, life in general is full of of tragic circumstances and tragedies that happens and violence and Uh, you want to see something violent, see, uh, uh, come up on an accident or, or an accident that, that a drunk driver has run over some innocent person and taken their life. Uh, violence to me, that's, that's violent. And, uh, so, uh, you know, just there, there is no, there is no safety. And the Bible tells us that when men a uh, cry peace and safety utter destruction is coming about so the more that we search for peace we find no peace because the bible says that that men's hearts and men's desire men's intents are are set upon evil continually but but in all this said the scripture says the kingdom of heaven suffereth violent and then the violent take it by force but but when we are when we are talking about the violence coming against the kingdom of heaven it's not it's not weapons of war that's coming against the kingdom of heaven and uh, it is not it is not the tragic circumstances that surround us every day of what we would look at as violence of crime and uh, we place crime as being, when you think about violence, you think about crime, but that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about more of a spiritual warfare, a war uh, going on that we can't rightfully see all the time through uh, our physical eyes and our physical abilities, but... The Bible says the kingdom of heaven is suffering violence. And then it says, and the violent take it by force. Now, now what it is talking about, what is the scripture describing to us today? The violent. Then it changes from us suffering violent to comparing us to being violent. And, and I really don't like to be called a violent person, but, but when the Bible looks at that, we, we take what the Bible is saying and we look at, at what the scripture is meaning. It's not meaning that we are, are, we are just violent as we would consider violent, but this word here simply means that we are energetic. Amen. That we are, we, the present state Of existence, by implication, by the means of livelihood. That we have to be energetic to overcome and overtake the adversary that would come against us. That to have good life and live, we always have to be full of energy to fight and combat against the adversary of our soul. Amen. There is there is times that that we need to ask ourselves, or our ask ourselves the question. I I was behind some uh, ladies the other day in a checkout line, and and uh, I was kind of eavesdropping on the conversation. Well, I didn't have to eavesdrop; they were talking plenty loud, uh, so I could hear with no problem. And I am a little hard hearing at times, but. But I was listening to their conversation, and one of them was talking about talking to herself. And so the other one began to describe to her uh, that there's nothing wrong with talking to yourself, and there's nothing even wrong with answering yourself. Now, now I always thought that it was okay to talk to yourself, but when you answered yourself, that's when you knew that you were in trouble. But she described it like this, that talking to yourself's not bad. Even answering yourself, not bad. It's when you know that you're not answering yourself, and you think there's another person talking. That's when it's bad. So, so be careful and take that for what it what it means to you. I don't know, but but there is there is sometimes we need to ask ourselves: How bad do we really want it? How bad do we really want whatever? we are after. I've seen people with talent. I've seen people with great abilities. I've seen people that was born with just a, man, they they just had everything. They they looked like they were in the perfect situation to succeed. And I, and I have seen them fail. I have seen people that I thought without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that God had a call on their life and I knew that That God was wanting to use them. And they had all the abilities that they needed to succeed and to be used of God. To only watch them fail because the reason why was not the shortage of God's ability. It was not the shortage of their ability. It was just the shortage of them being violent. Them having an energetic force that was wanting to do a work for God, because let me tell you, in living for God in serving God and working for God, there is always going to be an adversary, and if you can be turned around you 're going to be turned around i 'm reminded uh, of Brother Ben Week shared this with us one time I, I, I think that he that he shared this even here when he was preaching before. And uh, he said him and Brother Townley, they got called into the ministry about the same time. Both young men and energetic wanted to do a work for God. And they felt the call of God on their life. And so they were talking to each other of uh and discussing who was going to be the one to go talk to Brother McDaniel. Now, I think I got this story right. And Brother McDaniel might want to defend himself in this, but... But he said that that finally I think the lot fell upon Brother Weeks to go talk to him first, and uh, Brother Weeks went into Brother MacDaniel's office, or wherever it was, and he said, "I feel like I'm called to preach," and I think I think this is what he said. Brother MacDaniel said, "Oh no, you're not," and uh, said, "Man," said he felt just all let down and depressed. And I guess he probably went back and went and warned Brother Townley, don't even go talk to him. And uh because Brother McDaniel had a motive to that, if you can convince somebody they're not, they're really not. Right. But there was something that kept compelling him, go back again. Because there was a call of God, and I believe that that has played out to be true, that... Both of those men are truly called by God and doing a great work for God, even this very moment. And uh, so, so there is a devil that's. And I'm not calling Brother MacDaniel the devil, but there is a devil that's always telling you that you can't do something and you can't have something in God. And uh, the devil always tells you that you can't get to where. You want to be with God. But the Bible tells us in First Timothy chapter number 6 and verse number 12, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art called. Number one, you've got to fight. Number two, you've got to lay hold on eternal life. Number three, you've got to always remember that you have been called by God. You have been chosen by God. You have been picked by God. And God doesn't pick losers. God doesn't pick losers. God doesn't pick people that can't conquer. God doesn't pick people that can't win. God doesn't pick people that cannot do the work of God that He has called you to do. You've got to always remember that because the devil is always going to try to keep that from you. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. There is going to be a fight for your existence in living for God. It's never going to be easy. I wish I could tell you that living for God, that your car's always going to run right, that you're always going to have money in the bank, That you're always going to be young and full of energy and full of health. And your family's always going to be good, doing good. And everything's going to go perfectly well. That there's never going to be a bad day. There's never going to be a cloud over your head. But I can't stand here and tell you that because that's not the way that it's going to be. Some things are just life. A car breaks down. That's life. Your tires wear out. That's life. The siding falls off of your house. That's life. Hurricanes happen in this part of the country. That's life. Amen. Some things are just life. But on the other hand, there is going to be spiritual battles that is going to be a daily part of the process of living for God. How do I continue on? It determines on how bad I really want to get where I say I want to go. There's been some times in life that I decided I wanted to go places. Yesterday, even yesterday, I got up. I had some things to do and I had to prepare for today. Number one, I had to do some, uh, things for, uh, my daughter. And, uh, so, so I said, after I get through with that, I even went over to the, to the barn and I plugged my boat up. I said, I'm going to go fishing when I get through. And so I got through and, uh, I wanted to go fishing. I I I wanted I wanted to go and I thought about being up there on the lake and how nice it was and I thought man I'm pretty tired and I got to get up early in the morning it's going to be about 10:30 or 11 when I get in bed and uh, of course it was anyway and I decided I I took a shower and I laid down on the bed and I said oh, I don't want it quite that bad so I laid there for a few minutes and then got up and done some other things you see It depends on how bad you really want something. There's been places that I wanted to go, and then I got to thinking about the expense and the problem and the aggravation of getting there, and I decided, ah, it really not worth it. I really don't want to go. And so I let things hinder me from getting where I had in my mind and in my heart I want to go. Living for God is something that we set out to do. It's a process. It's not overnight. It doesn't happen in one day. Amen. Somebody thinks that, and some people think that the highest point of living for God is when you get remission of your sins, baptized in Jesus name, and filled with the Holy Ghost. No, no. That's not, that is a high point, but that is the starting place. Amen. Life begins after that. You have to have a made-up mind. You have to have a tough mind and a tender heart. You have to have a spirit that is violent within you. Amen. An energetic force that keeps rising up on the inside of you saying, I can. I can. I can. I will. I will have victory. I will be an overcomer. I can have it. Deliverance is mine. Hope is mine. Heaven is mine. God is mine. Freedom is mine. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in John 10 and 10, the thief, the thief, the thief cometh not but forth to steal, to kill and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might Have it more abundantly. The thief. Who is the thief? Number one, to protect yourself from the thief, you've got to know who the thief is. Some people think the thief is their friend. They cuddle with the devil, they pet with the devil, they hold hands with the devil, they get close to the devil. And then they wonder, why is the devil just too it? Why is the devil? I want to tell you, you've got to mark the devil. You've got to mark the ones that is against you. You've got to mark the ones that's trying to destroy your faith and confidence in God. You've got to put a mark on the devil's forehead and say, Hey, devil, you're not my friend. Get out of my house. Get out of my car. Get out of my home. Get out of my family. I'm not taking time with you, devil. I've got a goal in sight. Amen. Amen. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The devil comes to take away. Now look at the Scripture in St. John 10 and 10. The devil comes to take away. But then the end reminds us that God comes to give. The devil's taken. God's given. The devil wants to take from you your innocence, young people. The devil wants to take your purity. The devil wants to take your relationship, young marriage. The devil wants to take your family. The devil wants to take from you. But God wants to give you innocence. God wants to give you forgiveness. God wants to give you a family. God wants to give you a wife. God wants to give you a husband. But the devil is taken, but God is a giver. Amen. The devil condemns. God never condemns. He convicts. He allows conviction to come in our heart. See, that's where people get so many things wrong about God. Amen. They they sin. They fall short of what God wants them to be, and then they let the devil condemn them. The devil tempts you in the falling into sin and then he puts his foot on your head and he starts condemning you you dirty rotten low down sinner have you ever heard have you and i know the guys have done this i'm pretty sure girls have done it time or two but you've been you've been with a bunch of people and a bunch of you group of guys get together man and they start talking about something and they start daring you to do something and they start encouraging you to do some. You always got one that is gung-ho, buddy. He's gonna prove a point. And I've told you this. There was a young man in our church. He's a big old guy, man. He is probably about 6'5, big old strong. Uh, and he always liked to prove how strong he was. Well, I was working for my brother and we was pulling bricks around the house, me and this other guy. And uh, on this dolly, you have, you have these deals of bricks. That's a hundred to a, To a bundle and you put them on this brick dolly and you pull them. Man, it was muddy and we was both, we was both hanging on to that thing and we was pulling it around that house. So he comes over to shoot the breeze with us. So, so we're talking to him and we're working and uh, he said, takes both of y'all to pull that around there. I started thinking then. I knew he couldn't stand it. I said, well, I guarantee you can't do it. Well, I bet you I can. I said, just get out of the truck and prove it, man. He took off, and uh, you know who this is. It's Robert Hall, Mickey. (laughs) And uh, he took off. He got that. He got that bundle of bricks, son, and he took off. And I said, ah, it's just because you was fresh. We've been pulling them all day. You can't pull another one. (laughs) Well, I bet you I can. I said, I bet you you can't. (laughs) I had me a deal going there. After about six bundles of bricks, he finally caught on. He said, you just want me to pull them all the way around there for you. I said, exactly right. So so here you are. It's just like that. You do it, and then everybody else says, you goofball. (laughs) You dumb-dumb. You really did that? I can remember, you You remember, used to years ago in, in, the, in the malls, they had water fountains. Man, that was a big deal in the malls. Well, a bunch of the guys from Stuttgart was together, this is a little bit before my time, and they was together at the mall, McCain Mall in Little Rock. And they had the fountain going, and uh, they talked one guy into jumping in the fountain. Now, you goofy thing, you. And they started daring him and telling me he couldn't do it, and he was a chicken, and Finally, he jumps in the fountain. Well, you know what happened? Here comes the security guards and they're chasing him all over the mall, trying to catch him. And, and they're outside waiting on him to take off in the car. And then they start laughing at him. Well, you crazy thing. I can't believe you really. That's the way the devil does you. The devil tempts you to fall. The devil puts a stumbling block. Oh, man, you ought to do that, man. That's great, man. There's nothing like this. And then he condemns you and says, Oh, you're supposed to be a Christian, huh? You're supposed to be a child of God. I wouldn't even go back to that church because you're not worthy. And that's not where you need to be. You know you're a dirty, rotten, low-down sinner. Let me tell you something. That's not God. That's the Devil. Amen. The God that I serve, he don't want you to sin, but he says if any man sin, he has an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He draws you back to him. Hallelujah. The devil condemns. God draws you back. The devil condemns, but God convicts your spirit. And it says, i got to find a place to pray. The devil says, don't pray. But God says, a prayer is where it's at. The devil says, don't try again. But God says, come on back again. There's an altar for you. There's help for you. There's deliverance for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The devil destroys. God restores. The devil destroys. The devil destroys families. The devil destroys homes. The devil destroys life. What do you think meth is doing to life? That's what the devil has to offer you young people. What do you think cigarettes has to do with life? Amen. What do you think he's doing to you? What do you think alcohol will do to you? It's destroying people. It's utter destruction. Amen. It, it's just it's just keeping people down. It's keeping people oppressed. What do you think popping peels does for you? It depresses you. It destroys your body. Amen. But I want to tell you about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost never depresses. The Holy Ghost never tears up. The Holy Ghost never destroys. But the Holy Ghost lifts you up off of the bottom. Amen. The devil tells you what you can't do and what you can't be. But God says... What you can do and what you can be and the victory and the joy that you can have in God. Amen. 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 Sometimes it depends on how bad you want it. Amen. So when I come to preach to you today, now I'm already way into this. But don't fear, I'm not starting over. I'm just about to get to the end in another 30, 45 minutes. Who knows? Amen. But the Bible says that from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. What I want to deliver to you today, what I feel in my heart, and my spirit to bring to us is sometimes you just got to take it. Sometimes you've just got to take it. And I'm not talking about sometimes you just got to sit there and take it. I'm talking about sometimes you got to get up and go take it. Amen. When I look at the Bible... The Bible gives accounts of victories. The Bible gives accounts of great exploits and how great are things that, that were done and accomplished. But the Bible does not tell us a lot was done without any people working and accomplishing. I think about David. He was God's man. He was anointed to be the next king over God's people. But it was never an easy road for David. Even before the anointing, a bear come out against him. But he slew the bear. Even before the anointing of God was poured upon his head, the oil was poured upon his head, a lion come out against him. And he destroyed the lion. After the anointing, there was things that changed. But one thing that never changed. The adversary never quit. The adversary never stopped. The adversary never got relaxed. But the first thing we hear about him after the anointing oil was poured on his head that... He went to help his brothers and to give them something to eat. And there was a giant that was crying out, send me a man. If he was looking for the man and if he was looking for a fight, David was the man and he was ready to fight. He knew that it was not in him, but it was in his God. He knew that the adversary, the the giant, was not cursing him, but he was cursing his God. If you would understand and get a realization of who you are with God, that I am a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, born again, baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, child of God. I belong to God. I don't belong to Satan. I belong to God. I'm special to God. I'm one of God's children. And when the devil comes against me, God's going to help me. And God's going to give me victory. And God's going to give me deliverance. And God's going to work for me. Amen. But some of you have lost the ability to know and understand who you really are. David knew who he was. He said, I am a child of God. I have been anointed by Samuel the prophet. And this giant is no no match for the God that I serve. He goes back and he tells his brothers, Why can you let him stand there and curse the armies of Israel and the God of Israel? We know how that story turns out. But later in David's life, we find that he had been running from Saul. Saul was trying to kill him. But David never lost his faith in his God, in his vision, in his purpose For his life. Amen. Samuel, we find that the book of Samuel, first Samuel chapter 30 tells us a story about how that David even went and joined with the Philistines. He was staying in a place called Ziglag. And while he was there in Ziglag, there was a war that was going on between the Philistines and the army of Israel. And so they were scared. The Philistines were afraid to allow David to infiltrate their army, because they knew that what side he would eventually be on. But he was out doing other things, and he left his family. They left all of their possessions there at Ziglag. And they were gone, and the enemy, the adversary, came in, and they stole all of their goods. They took all of their families. They took all of their wives. They took everything that they had and then before they left just for good measure they burnt down the city of Ziglag and when David came back, amen, they were all upset and afraid and scared and didn't know what to do and didn't know what direction to go, amen, the Bible said, and the men wept, and verse number 4 said they wept together. David cried. The men with him cried. Verse number 6 says, David was distressed. And the people spake of even stoning David. Verse number 8 says, but David asked of the Lord. David went back to the source that had always stayed faithful. The source that was always there. The source that was there when he faced the giant the source that was there when he was facing Saul and he said I got to inquire of the Lord Amen. but the Bible said that the word of the Lord came back to him and said go and overtake the adversary I come to tell somebody today it's time to overtake the adversary that's been trying to destroy you that's been trying to destroy your family that's been trying to destroy destroy your home, that's been trying to destroy your marriage, it's time that you understand that God said it's time to pursue. It's time to work. It's time for revival. It's time for deliverance. It's time for a miracle. It's time for healing. It's time for salvation. God is calling you to pursue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, where, where did we get this attitude? Where did we get this feeling? Where did we get this deal that if God wants to do it, He'll just do it. If God wants to bless me, He'll just bless me. If God wants to pour out a blessing, He'll just pour out a blessing. Amen. But the Bible does not back all of that up. The Bible backs up the fact that if you want it, you gotta get it. If you want it, you've got to overtake. If you want it, you've got to overcome if you want it you've got to get off of your seat of do nothing and get up and say hey I come after my miracle I come after my victory I come after my joy I come after my salvation I come after my healing Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't get scared. I'm just about done. I'm just getting hot right about now. Amen. Amen. But you've allowed the devil to talk to you long enough. You've allowed the devil to lie to you long enough. You've allowed the devil to deceive you long enough. It's time that you get a shot of spiritual energy. Some of you need to drink some spiritual energy drinks. Some of you need a shot of caffeine spiritually that'll wake you up and help you to understand, hey, sitting here ain't getting the job done. They sat there, they cried. They had a pity party. They inquire, well, I talked to God about it, but you are not listening to what God said about it. Amen. They talked to God about it, and they heard what God said about it. And then all of a sudden, David said, hey, boys, it's time to quit crying. It's time to dry the tears. It's time to quit blaming it on me. It's not my fault, but I've got a word from the Lord. You can blame your problem on your brother." You can blame your problem on your sister. You can blame your problem on your church. You can blame your problem on your pastor. You can blame your problem on your husband. You can blame your problem on your wife. You can blame your problem on your raising. But I want to tell you the problem right here is you hadn't got up and you hadn't realized God has spoken. It's time to move. It's time to pursue. It's time to overcome. It's It's time to take back what the devil stole from me. Some of you let the devil have your victory. You've let the devil have your joy. You remember what it felt like coming to church? Oh, it was joy unspeakable and full of glory. I, I look forward to Sunday morning. Amen. I look forward to getting to the house of God. I look forward to song service. I look forward to prayer time. I look forward to the preaching but now the devil's put something in your mind and in your spirit. Oh, the same old thing again. Going through the same old motions again. The preacher saying the same old thing again. Amen. But God is trying to pump you. God is trying to promote you. God's trying to give you a shot of energy. Amen. Violets, take it. You've got to take the violet by force. Amen. You've got To overcome the violence with your desire uh, and with your determination, Uh, I want it and I want it bad. Uh, I made up my mind, I'm going to heaven uh, and I'm going to heaven. Uh, I made up my mind, I'm not gonna be lost. Uh, I'm not gonna be lost. Uh, I made up my mind, I want victory. Uh, I'm gonna have victory. Uh, I made up my mind, I want deliverance. Uh, I'm getting deliverance. Uh, I made up my mind, it's mine. Oh, hallelujah! Right now, somebody shout out to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah! Quit listening to the devil. I can't be happy. I can't be happy in that church. I can't be happy with those people. Don't nobody down there like me. Don't nobody love me. Don't nobody care about me. Don't no one want to help me. Don't one want to pray for me. Amen. This is wrong and that's wrong. I want to tell you what's wrong. It's not everybody. It's you that's wrong. Amen. It's you that needs another dip of the good old Holy Ghost all over again. Something happening to you. Something takes place in you. And I have found out when I get full of the Holy ghost, you start looking better. When I get full of the Holy ghost, everybody around me starts looking better. Amen. I come to tell you today, sometimes you just got to take it back. Sometimes you got to get mad at the devil and say, you push me as far as you're going to push me. I'm drawing a line right here. Don't you come any further. This is my house. This is my property. This is my church. This is where I worship. This is the house of God. Devil, get back. Sometimes you just got to take it. Sometimes you just got to take it. Everything the devil stole from me. Amen. I'm reminded of a song that says, Everything the devil stole from me, I'm taking it back. I'm taking back my joy. I'm taking back my peace I'm taking back my victory I'm taking back my prayer I'm taking back my worship How long has it been since you... Oh, man, Sunday night we had a time around here. I've seen people getting loose that hadn't been loose in quite a while. Amen. But how long has it been since you just had a good old apostolic Holy Ghost fit? How long has it been since you just spoke in other tongues? I want to tell you, speaking in tongues is not just for the day you get the Holy Ghost. But it's something that better happen. Amen. Over and over and over and over. I I prayed until I prayed through. I prayed until I broke through I prayed until I got my joy I prayed until I got my victory I prayed until I got my peace I'm taking it back everything the devil stole everything he's ever condemned me with everything he's ever pushed me back with Everything He's ever told me that I can't do and can't be and never will have, I'm taking it back. God has promised some of you. God has promised us revival. God has promised us an increase. God has promised us that backsliders will come back. God has already promised it. And what we have allowed to come to pass in our life is because we didn't see it yesterday. We start doubting it and saying the same old thing, just a different day. We're just going to take it when it comes. No, we're not just going to take it when it comes. If we want it, we got to go get it. If we want it, we've got to pursue. David's family never would have come back. They would have wound up stoning David to death right there that day. But David said, hey, I'm not going to take Take it here. If I'm going to get killed, I'm going to get killed fighting. If I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to get hurt bringing it back. If I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it from the front. I come to tell you today, the devil's after you. The devil's trying to kill you. The devil's trying to ruin you. The devil's trying to deceive you. But for all means, fight until there's nothing left. Fight until there's nothing to fight over. It's my field of beings, and I'm not about to leave it. I'm not about to walk away from it. I, I come after my joy. I come after my joy. I come after my joy. I come after my peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I wonder if anybody in this place today has something that the devil stole from you. Maybe your little Holy Ghost dance. Maybe your little seals be shuffle you hadn't done in a while. Maybe your victory you ain't felt in a while. Maybe the joy you hadn't experienced in a while. Maybe speaking in tongues you hadn't done in a long time. Why don't you just step out from where you're at? Why don't you just get up off of that seat to do nothing and say, Well, the devil's been after me all day long. Bless his holy name. It's time that you get after the devil. It's time that you get after the devil. It's time that you go on the attack. It's time that you say, Hey, devil, I'm bringing it back to you. I'm taking it to you. Come on if you want it. But I want to tell you right now you're going to fight over it. You're going to have a fight on your hands because I got in my mind, I got made up in my spirit. I'm not going to be denied. I'm not going to be denied. I come after my joy.
1: Oh, there's deliverance. Healing in the same victory, power in the same deliverance. Healing in the same victory, power in the same. Well, we, we got a right to pray, but so we will worship, worship unto thee. There's deliver us, deliver us to Jesus' name. Oh, there's deliver us, healing in the day, victory say deliverance healing in His name victory, power in the table, we got a right to pray, the we with worship gonna shame. there's deliverance deliverance to Jesus day I'm gonna shout for joy cause He sent be free and as He delivered me, sing my praise to the King of Jesus there's deliverance in His name Shout for joy Cause He set me free Sing and to deliver me Sing my praise To the King of kings And deliver us In His name deliver us Healing in His name Victory Power in His name Deliver us Healing in His name Victory Power in Well now we've got, got a right to pray And we will worship The King of Kings deliver us in His name. Shout for joy, cause He set me free. Sing and dance, He delivered me. Sing my praise to the King of Kings. There's Hallelujah, Hallelujah!
0: I tell you what I feel. I tell you what I feel right now. This is what I want us to do before we leave this place this morning. Amen. God has promised us revival. God has promised us an increase. Every preacher that comes by here tells us that God's got revival for us. But I tell you, I feel like I have a word from the Lord this morning. Is if we want it, we got to go get it. It's not going to be just laid in our laps, but it's going to be something that we go out and we pursue. Right now, before we leave this place, they're going to play and sing again. I want us all to lift our hands, lift our voice, shout unto the Lord. If you feel like dancing, why don't you dance for a backslider? Why don't you shout for your neighbor being filled with the Holy Ghost? Why don't you shout for your child coming back to the house of God? Why don't we do that before we leave this
1: place right now? Hallelujah! There's deliverance, healing in His name, victory, power in the same. Deliverance, healing in His name, victory, power in the same. Well, we got a right to pray. We will worship other same in Jesus' name. I'm gonna shout for joy, cause He set me free. Sing and that He deliver me. Sing my praise to the King of Kings and deliver us in His name. I'm gonna shout for joy, cause He set me free. See and make He deliver me. See my praise to the King of kings and deliver us in His name. Yeah. deliver us Healing in the same victory, power in the same deliverance. Healing in the same victory, power in the same... Well, we got a right to pray. We will worship the shame. There's deliverance, deliverance in Jesus' name. I'm going to shout for joy cause He sent me through. and then He delivered me. Sing my praise to the King of Peace and deliver us in His name. Shout for joy because He set me free. Sing and as He delivered me. Sing my, Sing my praise to the King of Peace and deliver us in His name. And deliver us healing in His victory. Power in the Deliver us. We got a right to pray. We worship and ashamed. There's deliverance. Deliverance in Jesus' name. I'm going to shout for joy, don't you set me free. Sing and dance He deliver me. Sing my praise to the King of kings. There's deliverance in his name. Shout for joy, don't you set me free. Sing and dance He deliver me. My way to the King your team Deliver us in the same Deliver us, Healing in the same victory Power in the same deliverance Healing in the same victory Power in the same Well, we got a right to pray We will worship unashamed There's deliverance Deliverance us Jesus' name There's deliverance Healing in the same victory, power in the same deliverance. Healing in the same victory, power in the same Well, we got a right to praise. We will worship and change. There's deliverance, deliverance to Jesus' name. Hallelujah, let's give God praise right now.
0: Let's give God
1: praise right now. That's it. Come
0: on. Somebody
1: praise Him. Somebody praise Him right now. Worship Him. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all of our praise.
0: Oh, hallelujah. Clap your hands unto the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.